I'm Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my wife, Minister Milton Townsend. And you're now tuned in to Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints, right here on KAYT. Sit back and enjoy the Word of God. To take a stand. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord and all of his hosts. And thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another session of Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints right here on KAYT, 88.1 FM on your dial. I'm Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my beautiful wife, Minister Mildred Townsend. And together we bring to you the Moments of Inspiration radio broadcast ministry, which can be heard every Saturday at the same time on 88.1. And again, we find it a privilege as well as an honor to come into your houses, your places of confinement, your hospital rooms, wherever you might be at the sound of my voice. And we bid you Godspeed in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua Hamashiach, that is Jesus the Christ. That's right. You are part of the royal Mishbokah, the royal family of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, he's saying, what, what kind of language is that? Well, that's just Hebrew. <laughs> that's the language, amen, uh, that uh, our Lord and Savior spake, and some of his uh, immediate descendants, they spoke Hebrew. And I'm not caught up in Hebrew or Greek or any of those things like that, because one thing I can tell you, you can be adverse in Hebrew and Greek, and you got no anointing in you. Those devils don't care nothing about how much Greek you speak. They don't care about how much Hebrew you speak. They want to see some anointing. Praise be to God, because it is the anointing that destroys the yoke of the enemy in our lives. But again, we just thank, thank and praise God for all of our brothers and sisters near and far that listen to us week after week. And uh, those of you that call us and to tell us how much that you enjoy the broadcast and how much the broadcast has been a blessing to you. We just thank and praise God for you. Uh, those of you that share your letters of correspondence, those of you that share your support, those of you that call after the broadcast and you call in for prayer and those uh, that let us know how much this broadcast is a blessing to you, we just want to tell you that we love you with the love of the Lord and that the devil has not forged a chain, that the power of God cannot break. Amen. As always, uh, my bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh is not, amen, in the uh, studio with me today right now. She's here, but she had to go take care of some business, but nevertheless, Amen. We thank and praise God for you, you, and you. And as always, we go to the Word of God. We're going to go to a scripture coming from the book of Proverbs, uh, the 27th verse, and we're going to read down. It reads in this manner. It says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Let another man praise thee, and not thine own mouth, a stranger, and not thine own lips. A stone is heavy and the sand weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous. But who is able to stand before envy? Verse number five, and that's where we'll stop at. Open rebuke is better than secret love. I've read to you the first five verses of Proverbs 27. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, thanking thee, O God, for this opportunity to come once again before your people. Father, many of them have labored through the night in pain. Many of them, Lord God, have been swallowed up in the sorrows and muck and mire of despondency. But Lord, upon thy servant's voice today, in the name of Jesus Christ, God, we rebuke the hand of the enemy right now by the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost. We come against spirits of witchcraft and sorcery, O God. 
We come against the spirit of evil eye, the mojo. We come against, Lord God, every demonic force that is operating against your people in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we come against jealousy, envy, strife, and every demonic force that the enemy is using even in the body of Christ. Satan, we serve you notice that your plan is stalemated. It is canceled in the name of Jesus. Father, we come against your spirit of divorce. We come against breakup and everything that the enemy is using to hurt your people. Father, we ask that you will bless that pastor, bless that ministry that is seeking to get up off the ground right now. Father, bless the works that you have established and those that you have given the vision. Lord, you be the provision for them right now in the name of Jesus. For your word has declared that they accept the Lord build a house they that labor, labor in vain. Father, we pray your blessings even upon this broadcast ministry that the souls that hear this broadcast, that lives will be transformed, Lord God, that they will not only just enter into the kingdom, Lord God, but you will bless them to be kings and priests inside the kingdom, that you will bless them to be ambassadors operating to the glory of God. Father, that young boy that's run away from home, bring him back right now. That young girl that is caught up in promiscuity, Father, turn them around. Those that are in the orphans right now, Father, we pray that you will bless them to find good homes, good mothers, good fathers that will be lights shining in the midst of darkness. Father, we are praying for those that are in the sick that are sick in the hospitals right now, that you will touch their bodies, raise them up. Those behind prison bars, our brothers and sisters that are incarcerated, no, we have not forgotten about you. Father, we lift up those that are Angola, those that are in the mental institutions, those, Lord God, in the penal institutions. Touch them right now. Save them. Deliver them. Let them be filled with your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. And, Lord God, we thank you. And we count all things done in thy Son, Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Brothers and sisters, again, we are excited. I am elated to come to you with the Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints uh, Outreach Broadcast Ministry. Those of you around Natchez and surrounding areas, listen, I'd like you to come be my guest. Now, those of you, many of you have been saying, Bishop Townsend, we've got to come visit you. I, I know you are a man of God. You're sent of the Lord. Let me tell you something. I want you to come pay us a visit so that we can fellowship in the things of God. Many of you uh, 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 just like Elisha, when he made it to the widow, amen, she said, I need something from God. Come on, be our guest. Amen. It's one thing to say you love somebody, and it's another thing to show it. Amen. And I want you to show your love by coming to 111 Cloverdale Road in Natchez, Mississippi. That's right. We have service every Sunday starting at 11 o'clock a.m. Morning uh, Sunday school starts at 10 o'clock a.m. And you can come be our guest. We have Wednesday Bible study. We have prayer every day at noon, 12 o'clock, except for on Tuesdays when we come around the station. Uh, we don't get a chance to have prayer on that day. But every other day we have noonday prayer. You're certainly welcome to be our guest for prayer. Uh, all denominations are welcome. All seats are free. We're interested in your soul, not how much you're worth. We're interested in your soul, man being delivered we're interested in getting you ready for the coming of the lord that's right the bible tells us that had they knew what hour the good man was coming or should i say the thief was coming the good man would have not suffered his house to be broken up into and brothers and sisters we can say at an alarming late rate that many houses are being broken up they are being destroyed amen uh, the, the brothers and sisters the countless brothers and sisters that call us from time to time and letting us know that even how the enemy is destroying their houses. Pastors' houses are being destroyed. First ladies uh, are being destroyed. Ministers are being destroyed. Brothers and sisters, we are living in the final hours of the coming of the Lord, and it behooves us to remind God's people, amen, that time is running out. And as always, we would like to say a thank you to all of our supporters, 
our listeners, our brothers and sisters around the continental United States of America that stand in agreement to help make this broadcast possible. Sister Nico Jackson, Minister Nico Jackson, up around Indianapolis, Indiana. We want to say a big old hearty God bless you to you. We thank and praise God, amen, for down through the years of you standing with moments of inspiration, perfecting the saints, being a proud pillar supporter of moments of inspiration. Sister Lisa Hall, up around, uh, I believe that's Joliet, Illinois. We thank and praise God for you, a proud supporter. Sister Annie Mae Ross, up around Natchez, Mississippi, a supporter of Moments of Inspiration. We thank and praise God for you. Brother Michael Green, up around Gary, Indiana. We thank and praise God for you. Amen. Uh, there's so many more. Uh, Mother Shoemaker, up around Hazelcrest, Illinois. And so many others. Sister Lou Kelly Lott, up around Chicago, Illinois. Sister Ruby Smith, up around Calumet City. Uh, it's just so many. Uh, Brother Robert Yates up around Evanston, Illinois, and, and so many others up around uh, Carolinas and up around uh, uh, just various places. We thank and praise God for you. And if you, too, would like to be a supporter of this broadcast ministry, listen, those doors of appreciation are open. You can write us. Maybe you have a prayer request, but you can write us at 111. That's 111 Cloverdale Road in Natchez, Mississippi, 391 Zero. That's right, my brothers that are locked up. I want you to write me with your prayer request. Bishop Townsend has not forgotten about you. Amen. And I want to let you know that there are brothers and sisters that are standing agreement with you. Yes, many of you are locked up for what you've done wrong, but that does not take away from the saving grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I want you to write me. That's right. Brother Reginald, I'm talking to you. Brother Mike, I'm talking to you. That's locked up. That's right. Philip, I'm talking to you. Write Bishop Townsend. Let me know what your prayer request is about, and I'm going to stand in agreement. Yes, that's right. They gave you a long jail sentence, but God says because of the humility of your heart, God is going to shorten that sentence. That's right. That appeal that they denied, God said he's going to reinstate that appeal in the name of Jesus. So, brothers and sisters, we just thank and praise God for you on today. Uh, we have been in a series about marriage and the family. We're going to continue in this. And uh, on last week, we've had brothers and sisters to call us and say, Bishop Townsend, you know, we just thank and praise God for the wisdom and for the anointing that Jesus Christ has supplied you with. And that's who I have to give glory and honor to. Because, brothers and sisters, we're living in the lateness of the hour. We're living in times now where uh, uh, there's no time for the body of Christ to be fussing and fighting and arguing and downplaying each other. I was looking on the Internet the other day, and you know uh, that spirit of hatred against women are so prevalent even in the body of Christ, amen, you know, and, 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 and even Paul said, help those women that labored with me in the gospel. We have to understand that. Brother, first of all, let me tell you something, brothers, brothers and sisters out there. Let me, let, let me show you how great your role is, brother, and you don't have to feel intimidated by another sister that is in the gospel. You don't have to feel intimidated by anything. And if anything is out of order, remember that the man is your fault. It started in, it started in the Garden of Eden. We got out of order by letting our better half dictate to us what God told us not to do. And that same sinful like mine has generated. But here, let me show you how important the thing is. You see, you can't look down on a woman without looking down on yourself. 
Brother Pastor, what are you saying? What are you saying, Brother Bishop? Because so important was this. Have you forgotten that when God said, let us make man in our own image and likeness, you didn't even understand what he was talking about. I know some of you are so caught up in your theological degrees and honorary systems till you thought that God was talking about the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Uh-uh. He was talking about the very nature and the very element into which he himself comprised all things even primarily dealing with that atom, that proton, neutron, and electron, and then all the elements of a self-regenerating spirit he placed inside of man. Now watch this. Because God is neither male and female, but he's both of them all at the same time. He took a man, formed him out of the dust of the earth, and then wretched inside that man and pulled a woman. Oh, my God, that's revelation to somebody. Wretched inside the man and pulled a woman, a feminine-like essence, out of the masculine. That's why his name is Yahweh. Yahweh constitutes masculine and feminine all at the same time. Yah is the masculine aspect of the Hebrew, and where is the feminine part of it? And when Jesus said, he said, I come in my Father's name, now those of you that are ecclesiastically inclined can break down the greater meaning of it. Now you can break down because the decipherization has now emanated in your ears. Yah, I come in my Father's name, Yah. Sure, meaning God, our salvation. But he did come in the masculine aspect, Yahshua. He did not come in the feminine. He came in the totality of the masculine, Yahshua HaMashiach, Jesus, the Messiah. So, brothers, don't look down on your sisters because when you fight them, you're fighting yourself. But had Adam, Adam taken the notion to knock the fruit out of Eve's head and said, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, we will not do this great sin in the sight of God and knocked it down, then we wouldn't be in the position that we're in. But I'm so grateful that Yeshua had a backup plan for us, and that is salvation through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But again, brothers and sisters, we've been in the arena of marriage and the family. Last week, Minister Mildred and myself shared with you the importance of husbands and wives being together. I told you, over in uh, Afghanistan, I just saw a film, me and my wife, to whereas the woman was caught in adultery. And in this, this was not a film. This was a live clip on the news that someone released to the news. And they took a woman. I didn't see the man. I didn't see the man. But I saw the woman that was caught in adultery. And right there, they took, one man came up to her with a loaded pistol in his hand, and this was her punishment for execution. And they took the gun and walked up to her and shot her to death while she was sitting with a leg crossed position like Indians sit. Shot her once in the head and then proceeded to unload about eight or nine, ten rounds in her body. And the rest of the men were standing back, hollering, Allahu Akbar. God is great. You see, brothers and sisters, in our country, those of us that embrace, that embrace saintship, because it's nothing more than religion when we put down what God created, when we help to destroy what God has created, and the very essence of what God took from us. No wonder Adam said, bone of my bone, flesh 
of my flesh. There needs to be brought back a greater teaching and understanding as to what is right. Yes, brothers and sisters, when the man is out of order, everything else is out of order. In even certain other countries, they take the women and they circumcise them. They cut off what God put on their bodies. That's right. That's right. The appendage, the clitoral appendage, they cut it off because they say it's too much like a man. And women are being violated and destroyed on every level. So we must bring back the institution of marriage and to understand that it is a glorious institution. Satan seeks to destroy it. He seeks to pervert it. He seeks to, to take the very essence and the glory and splendor that God created between a husband and a wife, and it is greatly destroyed, mainly because the man is out of order. Remember I told you that, brothers and sisters, that even when you seek to enter into what's called holy matrimony, that holy matrimony must be instituted. Holiness must be started before you get to the matrimony. And many brothers and sisters have failed in that area because many uh, in past times, you know, we were in the world. And when we were in the world, we did what the world did. That's the reason why God had to get the children of Israel out of Egypt because they learned debauchery in Egypt. And God was getting them out so that he could immediately begin to transform their mind. You see, but if you're in the same environment, that's why Jesus brought it home when he said, you can't put new wine in old skins. You can't take old cloths and sew it into something new. Now you've given your life over to Christ, but many of us have brought old perverted lifestyles into our new walk with Christ. And it's not going to work. When Moses was leading the children out of bondage from Israel. The Bible tells us that God called Moses up in the mountain to speak to him face to face. And while Moses is up there conversing with God, you see, that's what happened. That's why we need teachers and instructors to let people know that the old nature of man is still prevalent in your flesh. Yes, when God brought deliverance to you, he saved your soul, but that old nature is still prevalent. And we need instructors who are able to help bring people to the knowledge that that old nature is there, but we must teach them how to take authority over the old nature. Bishop Townsend, what are you talking about? Let us go back to the scenario where Moses is now up in the mountain talking to God, and God abruptly stops his conversation, his conference with Moses, and says, hurry up, get ye down, because the people have corrupted themselves. What's wrong, Lord? You led them out of Egypt, but Egypt is still in them. Look what's going on. When Moses looked down, Aaron not only built a calf, but the people went back into their pornographic mind frame. God led them out so that they could be free from the environment, but they brought the environment with them. What's going on, Moses? They're down there. They're committing fornication and adultery, the very things that they learned while they were in Egypt. And some of you, my brothers and sisters, some of you that came out of Egypt, you learned the pornographic lifestyle. You learned the debauchery. You learned the bestiality. You learned getting your freak on, if I can say that, to the glory of God. And God brought you out so that he could put you in holiness. Let us put it on rewind just again. Why do you think 
that when God saw Adam in the garden, he said, it is good that man should not be alone. You can just about imagine that Adam looked and he saw the male cow with the female cow. He saw the male horse with the female horse. And he saw how they cohabited or how they performed sexually with each other. But see, the nature of a beast was not meant to be in the nature of a man. For a beast or an animal will instinctively go up and stick his head between the, the legs of another animal. But you see, God made a man with a higher intelligence. But when man allows his mentality to digress and go backwards, we begin to act in a beast-like state. That's the reason why God had to come back up in the book of Leviticus and remind mankind through the law of Moses that thou will not lie with beast as you lie with another woman. Because man, nature, his sinful nature, is beastly. And so brothers and sisters, now that you are in Christ, now that you have given your soul, mind, and body to Christ, those perverted things that were once instituted in your life was not of God. Yes, when you were in pornography, that was not of God. When you were playing with the toys, that was not of God. God was wholesome and he was pure. For the Bible says that after he pulled the woman out of man and took his rib and closed her with dirt and breathed into her, he brought her back and presented him. Why did you do that? Because I don't want Adam climbing up on one of them animals. I don't want him to think that that is okay. And yet, man began to revert back to his old nature. That's why God told Moses that when mankind began to pervert himself, they were stoned to death so that they would not pollute the land. And so you see, my brothers and sisters, what goes on behind the closed doors in your bedroom, God is watching. He is watching the perverted things that happen. That's right, my brother. You say, well, I got to spice up mine. You got to spice it up. Let me tell you something. God is the spice. Just like when Abraham and Sarah got ready to conceive Isaac, they did not have Viagra back in those days, yet God spiced up the mentality, and brought a regeneration inside of his body. For even Sarah herself said, shall I find pleasure in my old age? What are you saying, Sarah? In other words, the constitution of marriage and wholesome that God instituted was to be a pleasurable event. And God didn't need no additives. He didn't need no preservatives. All he needed was to do what he did, and that was to reestablish the re regeneration of Adam's body. I'm sorry, of Abraham's body and of Sarah's body. And everything that once used to work, God made it work again. He can do it again for you, brother. He can do it again for you, sister. You ain't got to go to no root worker talking about get your nature back. An unhealthy eating style is what caused your nature to leave. My sister, yeah, you're going through problems inside your body. You're having female problems. You ain't got to go to no root worker. You ain't got to go to no witch doctor who can tell you he can get your nature back. Listen, not eating right took it away, and eating right will put it back. That's why they say let's go back to eating. Because if we begin to change the way that we eat, then God will begin to regenerate our bodies. How do you know that, Bishop? Every day God is bringing regeneration to your body, but it's just that the things that we eat are restricting that. So when you change your mind, you begin to change the attitude in which that God sees you. Perversion is taken over in marriages. And so what happens is this. When you get into that 
perverted lifestyle. This is the reason why many first ladies, your husbands are walking out on you because they're still in perversion. And so now, my sister, that you've made up your mind and say, well, you know what? I want to live holy in the sight of God. As I told you, another dog will go sniff another dog from their hind parts. And because of the beast nature that's inside that dog, they will just automatically begin to just start licking on them. God made a man higher than that. He made a woman higher than that. But when that beast-like nature has not been properly dealt with, then we find ourselves doing something derogatory. See, the Apostle Paul had to address that even with the Romans because the Romans were a city that operated in pornography. They operated in orgies. They operated in all type of things. But Paul had to address that issue. Those of you, go with me to the book of Romans, if you will, because Paul had to address that issue in Romans chapter 12. I'm sorry, verse chapter 1. Starting at verse number 21, he says, Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. You see, when God saves you, you can't get back vain. You can't take the pornography back into the bedroom. You can't take the illicit things back into the bedroom. They are an abomination to God. I got about five minutes to share this with you, too. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like unto corruptible man and birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Watch this. Verse number 24 is where he drives it home. Wherefore God gave them up to the uncleanness through the lust of their hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. They started that even in the times of Moses. When Moses came back down, he saw men with men, women with women, all type of debauchery thing. You see, when God brings you into holiness, you can't bring the Roman Empire into your new saved life. You can't bring the pornography into your new saved life. You can't bring the old things that you learned, the pornographic thing. You see, even as African-American folk, we didn't know all of that filth until we started watching that filth and then it became ingrained into our psyche. And so much our young people are consumed with this filth. They talk about it in their rap songs. They talk about it in the song. And so our young girls now uh, are, are just put in positions to where when, when the boyfriends get them over the house, they make sex movies with our daughters and they, they uh, uh, just exhibit them and then they turn around and make those movies and, and sell them in the community. Holiness is right. We got to get back to holiness, men of God. I know those, 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 those eye candy messages that sound good, and even when you, you post them up on YouTube, but we've got to bring people back to holiness. We've got to bring. That's why sexually transmitted diseases are running rampant, even in the church today, because we didn't got away from holiness. Number 26 says, for this cause God gave them up unto vile affection for even their women did change the natural use that which is against nature let me tell you something men if there is a natural use for a woman you can use her unnaturally if there's a natural use for the man you can use him unnaturally and God instituted procreation in a manner to whereas he took the private parts and those private parts were meant to be unified. Anything else is unnatural. That's right, preacher. You got to preach it. That's right, woman of God. 
you got to preach it. You got to tell it. This is the reason why we're finding the decline going on. Because once you get all of that filth ingrained in you, and so now you said, I'm looking for a husband. I'm looking for a wife. And then once you marry them, now you want to live holy. You want to live pleasing before God. But now they've sown all this corruption into their flesh. They've sown the debauchery. And so now you think, Paul said, uh, it's better for me to marry, not to burn. But you're still going to burn because you done brought Egypt into your marriage. You done brought defilement into your marriage. You've brought perversion into your marriage. But Bishop Townsend and Minister Mildred are here to help you to come out of Egypt, to come out of debauchery. As a matter of fact, I hear you talking to me right now. You're saying, man of God, I thank God for you. You're talking to me. Yes, I told my wife that we can't do that no more. I told my husband that we can't do that because that's ungodly and God doesn't want that. And you're right, my brother. You're right, my sister. And I'm going to pray with you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you right now because I hear that woman saying, man of God, I thank God for you. I hear that man saying, man of God, I thank God for you. I thought it was okay, but now I understand that I have to please God. You can't take old skins and put new wine in them. Now that I'm saved and I'm, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, I can't take that same mind frame of Egypt over into a new profound walk with God. Father, set them free. Listen, I've got to go. But I'm going to be around the station immediately after the broadcast. Four, five, I'm sorry, 662-704-0630. Come visit me. I want to pray with you. I want to lay hands on you. Some of you got a spirit of lust and you can't help yourself, but you need a man or a woman of God to pray over you to break that spirit of lust. I'm going to be around the station too. I want you to call me. 662-704-0630. The devil is not forced to change that the power of God cannot break. I love you in Jesus' name, and ain't nothing the devil can do about it. That's right, my brothers and sisters. It's holiness. Holiness is the only way.